This is Mornings with Matt, the Deering Acting Studio podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. Is a connection? <laughs> Bro, yeah. that was oh, that man. was less energetic than I'm used to. <laughs> I, I'm super, you didn't like you you didn't like you didn't like put your foot on the gas there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was really towards the end where I started to pump. You know it what up. though? It, it was honest though. It was honest. Yeah, mm, I was heartfelt. Yeah. The truth is, I was trying to read this sheet of paper here because so, we decided to flip the words. A yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome to Mornings with Matt. Our guest today. Uh, how exciting is this? Our this is actually our first guest since quarantine who came in person Woo! in the studio sure. yeah Boom. and so uh so we'd like to have a huge huge during acting studio welcome for mr joe flowers hey! <laughs> oh those horns remind me of college <laughs> okay wah, wah, wah. never mind yeah, yeah. A good one, right? Yeah. Were, you, were you the horn guy? Like, no. <laughs> were you? So there's like there's like the cheerleaders yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. the football players, and you were he just the, the horn, horn guy. Well, I was the I was the drum major in high school, so I was the guy with the with the band. So okay. if we wanted to bring the fun, I would have the band play, you know, a little imperial march or whatever. So. Okay, nice. And we're talking about the college you went to that we all love, the good college, right? The yeah, well, yeah, so. Yeah, Arizona State University. <laughs> I was supposed yeah. to for that. I graduated from Arizona State University. I'm a Sun Devil. I graduated from their theater program. Yes. Woo! Awesome. Yeah, awesome. go Devils. Congratulations. Thank so, you. So, Joe Flowers, what a great name, Flowers. I know. I'm how, how was that for you as a young boy? Was that tough? Uh, you know, what was hard was that my name was actually Joe, because there was a Mary, Joseph and Mary, and like okay. the biblical stories. That was like, I got teased more with that than with the Flowers. Flowers so, was no problem. Yeah, for whatever reason, you know. It's just a good stage name. Um, when I joined SAG, I was lucky enough that there was no Joe Flowers. So I was able to use my real name, which is cool. Well, it's one of those names where, like, I I just happen to feel lucky. Like, I like my name, and so right. I I, th I feel like sometimes when you're, you're gonna marry a girl, right. you have to deliver your last name, you're and like, she's oh, gotta go. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Flowers is nice, yeah. you know. That's yeah. it's got a nice. Ring. And I mean, he's got the shirt to match it. So I do. I felt I was feeling a little like I don't know tropical something. Got to get out of town. <laughs> but I wear that today. Yeah. So it's a good name. My mom was a florist briefly in her in her life, which was kind of funny. So, uh, so we know you and love you, but we probably ought to uh, get everybody on page with who you are. So right. you're a longtime director, acting coach, and actor, a very good actor. We're going to get into Thank that you. in a minute in the, uh, when we talk about auditioning. But uh, let's talk about your teaching first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you've got a lot of students, and, and right now you're over at PVCC, right? Yeah, I'm at PVCC. Uh, I teach the acting for the camera class there. I've taught at PVCC and SCC, so the community colleges here. I've taught acting one, acting two, voice taught um oral interpretation a bunch of stuff like that so uh, i got my terminal degree in acting so i have my degree in acting so what what is what does terminal mean i don't means that it's equivalent to a doctoral degree you can go as far i went as far as you could go and then there's nothing else they're like oh, you're done see. get out of here there's something else we can teach you just got go it. do it now um but it's a performance degree so it's not a scholarly degree uh, i do have to write some papers and stuff but so um yeah that's what i, I ended up doing that because i'm really interested in the craft like you guys may have me here for hours. Like I can talk about how we do this thing called acting and the art behind it for hours. Cause that's what fascinates me. Yeah. And I noticed in your, in your bio that you and I share a similar belief in the connection between life and acting. Like yeah. it's, it's sort of unbelievable yeah. how much things connect. Right. And that's why, I mean, you know, 
I went, I, I went to chemistry class and it was cool. And I learned to pour salt in water to make it boil faster, you know, but like, I don't use chemistry in my daily life, but like acting is a, is a, as a craft, as an art form affects all of your life. If you really get into it and understand what it's about. Um, and I think there's a lot of misconceptions about the craft of acting and what we do as actors, um, based on, you know, Hollywood stereotypes and things like that, that kind of, um, weaken what acting is really about. Sure. Yeah. And in the in the next stage in what we're doing, we've been able to connect into the corporate world, and not just the way normal. Um, you know, like I, I know Second City's been doing some things for a long time and different things, but we've we've actually been bringing the real craft into corporate, and it, cool. and and it's been <clears throat> so cool. Now, what's interesting is you you can't go to somebody and say, hey. We're gonna we're gonna teach you an acting class and and put a business spin on it because right. they're like no I don't do that. Don't that but if you say hey we're gonna we're gonna do a business training that's gonna that's gonna change your bottom line and we're gonna we're gonna do a little acting twist make it fun they're like oh, I'll try that no yeah. problem and the, the results have been unbelievable that's cool yeah that's cool I mean it really is you know it's a it's something that we do every day and and that we see every day and I think people don't understand quite the nuance that real real acting entails. Yeah. You know, everyone's a critic about their favorite movie actress and who they don't like and dislike, you know, but uh, there's a lot more to it than I think people know. So we can talk about that today. For sure, for sure. So let's dive right into auditioning because I know that that was the Sweet. the thumbnail specifically and um, and I, I'm fascinated to talk to you about this because we do casting. Right. Um, I've been <laughs> competing against you since I <laughs> since I started acting, and then um, you know I made some transitions and whatnot. And and you're you're one of the best uh, auditioners I've ever seen ever. Wow, that means a lot. Thanks. That's, For real, that's really nice to know because you know how it is in auditioning. We get no, we get no feedback. None. No yeah. You just throw the ball out there and you hope that somebody will catch it. Is that a good metaphor? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I and, feel uh, like uh, I feel like you know you're good when you have somebody come into the casting room, and then the casting director is like, "Hey, uh, so if you could just do what the guy before you did," <laughs> <laughs> and that's happened like four times when you come in, yeah. where you'll do some creative move, and then the next person will go in, and they'll be like, when they get to direction, they'll be like, "Yeah, uh, what if you just did what he just <laughs> did?" <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, you do it enough, like, you just, you just, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Talk and I think it. Brian's trying to sneak in, he wants to pour water on your head. Oh, thank you, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, oh, you were getting him a water, yes, that was very nice. The, the I thought you were just going to pour nice. it on his head. The coffee's great, but it does this, like, <laughs> thing with your voice, you know? Sure, sure, yeah. sure. That's good water. Okay, so. <laughs> That's deering water. See see how good he is at this? It's oh my you know what? Here, let's let's just go straight here. I wanna I wanna do something here. Let's do it. Um, oh man. It's time now for Brian Sweeney's Shameless Plugs. <laughs> Shameless plugs. Oh, I forget how long that is sometimes. <laughs> I, I've talked about it. It's okay. Go Multiple ahead, Brian. Times. Ladies and gentlemen, you wanna become better at auditioning? Acting is my day job. Seven strategies to market and make money as an actor. Woo! Joe's clapping for it. It's amazing and uh, you can get it on Amazon you can get it at Walmart pretty much anywhere on earth uh, it's got like a crazy amount of awesome Amazon reviews you can check that out and uh, it will help you in the audition room for sure okay. okay so that was a pretty good plug but now let's go ahead and wait uh, a let's second <laughs> here we go I've been shipped it's now time for Joe, Joe Flowers, Flowers Shameless Plugs Shameless Plugs Oh my, I have an audition coming up. What am I gonna, 
What is this? Acting's my day job. Let's check it out. Hey! Ooh. Good. Actually, that is good stuff. Nice. This is a good book, Matt. Wow. Hey, tell you what, folks. Listen, I've done this a lot. <laughs> I've read a lot of books. Um, this is a great way to learn your craft, right? And if you're getting this from a casting director's mouth, somebody here locally, this is what you got to do, man. This is where it starts. So check it out. Check this book out. There's that, some great stuff. Good, good. It. That was good, Joe. So let's take it back now. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's deliver this again, okay? And let's, okay. let's bring a little more energy. Okay, okay. And let's get right to... Right to the title, right to kind of like, uh, what is our call to action? Okay. Okay, uh, ready, here we go, and action. So you want to be an actor? Guess what? You can't do it by yourself. You need to learn from the best. Matt Deering, acting is my day job. Get it at Walmart. That's true. It is available at Walmart. It is at Walmart. Walmart. That's and, a fact. And in yeah. Amazon. Good job. And good Amazon. Job. Okay, good. And Target. <laughs> All right, let's try it again here. Okay, okay now we're going to um, imagine, let's imagine that you're going to be be auditioning to or let's say you are you are auditioning but let's say let's say you're going to promote this book okay but it happens to be raining mm, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> listen i'm not going to stand here in the rain for a long time telling you about this book because it's getting wet but if you really want this book man go buy it you can go inside indoors where it's dry um this is how you get a job oh my gosh it's so Thank God it's raining finally, right? <laughs> Am I right? Oh, this book's gonna be ruined. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, okay, good. Now one last one, and let's 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 see if we can get a creepy interpretation. Okay. Oh, I can do creepy. All right. So so the, let's imagine that there's a uh, some sort of like a, a a barn door opening. You want to be an actor? Well, you need to learn from the best. Acting is my day job by Matt Deering. Pick it up on the Amazon. Shut up, Fluffy. <laughs> yeah! And that was the take uh, that we would have used. Right I very, now. I very rarely um, ask to be creepy in, an, in a commercial audition. I'll but, tell you, uh, it started fun. like very Liam Neeson. Neeson? 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 type and uh then got creepier but it started very very powerful like you're gonna go Thank save you. somebody from something yeah, yeah so so joe uh, and i mean this actually you really are a great auditioner Thank i've you. i've mm -hmm. i've you. actually I'm, I'm i'm not kidding i have after an audition have gone back and showed my team and been like hey by the way this is a good audition awesome this is what it looks like i want to make you. sure that we're coaching this in the classroom you did, he did a good that's job. That's funny. And you know what's funny, Matt? You say you say that, and I totally thank you. I appreciate that very much. I have yet to get a booking out of this I know, studio, it's, it, which, which it, shows something we can talk about today. For sure. About how little control either you as a casting director or me as an actor have over this audition process, which is part of why I feel like I've been successful at it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because you're not focused on that thing. Because <clears throat> yeah. if you focus on that, you'll quit yeah. be, be, before you really get a chance. And yeah. so, um, so so, let me ask you, what, what do you do when you're going to prepare for an audition? So you, you, get, you get the sides, you get the email yeah. that says, hey, Joe, we got an audition for you, and don't forget about this, this. What, what's your process? Well, the first thing I do is I look at what is the, what is the product I'm trying to sell, right? I think, I think that actors um, need to put their headspace in the right space. If you're auditioning for a film... 
versus a commercial, you're doing two very different things. Film, you're telling a story, right? You're trying to take an audience down a journey um, and where you're playing a character. If you're selling, a, if you're doing a commercial or an industrial audition, you're selling a product, right? So right away, my approach to various depends on what, what I am going for, right? And if I'm going for a product, I, I do research on the product, right? What What is this product trying to sell? How do they sell it? I think one of the things that helps, that is good for actors to think about is they got to you got to pull back the veil a little bit on what we're doing here. And they got to look at it as an industry, right? I mean, you got wrote this book because that's what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And you got to look at, you know, if I'm auditioning for something here locally, how is that different than if I was in, let's say, the, the Midwest auditioning for something or whatever? What's the market like here? And so I start by kind of looking at what, what it is I'm auditioning for. And then how can I adjust my energy, my, my, my focus uh, to, to help help that product make sense right mm -hmm. um so i kind of start with that like what it what is what is it that i'm selling and then and then i go into it you know with that idea that i we talked about how i've auditioned for you a lot and not booked anything directly from here is that it's a game for me that's 90 percent about what you look like you know especially commercial acting it really is do, do you like auditioning for commercials uh <laughs> I like doing commercials. Let me put it that way. You know, I don't, I don't dislike it and it's fun. The hard part about it is it's just disruptive to your life sometimes. And, yeah. You know, you get a call 24 hours before they want you to audition and, and it's, you got to rearrange what you're doing that next day and that can be tough, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy it. I go in there and, and I, I play the game, right? I make yeah. it a game. Um, because at this point, um, I understand that my self-worth as an actor is not wrapped up in the audition or the commercial. Right. Do you like auditioning for movies? Yes. I enjoy that more. I enjoy that more. Okay. So I, I might have some advice for the great Joe Flowers. Yes. Because then mm. th this might be the key to opening up you booking more and more and more. Tell and I, I love the idea that you go to the product because <clears throat> a lot of people miss that. Like, wh right. why wouldn't you research the product? Right. You've got to do your research. You got to know what, what's what. But understand that today, we are telling a story in the commercial yes. in order to sell the product. Yes. And you've, you've always made really creative choices, but I wonder if you could wrap your brain around this because this is what I did. I, I was sort of of the same mentality. Um, I was playing it as a game and I was sort of thinking, well, this, all these things are out of my control and, and yada, yada. And I remember that, that this hit me one time where my wife was just, so excited to be working on her commercial audition right uh, years years ago and i was like why <laughs> why <laughs> you know like i i liked i like doing the commercial and i like the actual being in the room part but i i didn't like the process right. she fell in love with the process and i was like huh no wonder she books more than me yeah and so i changed my mindset and it changed my booking rate completely that's cool so what i do now is i prepare the commercial as if I was preparing a film role. Right. And I do my backstory work and I come in with this whole, like this story that I get to play a part. And I think what's changing, like what changes most is, is even per perhaps less the talent, but more the mindset coming in. Right. Cause if you can actually be excited the way you would be excited for a film part, sure. that energy might translate and might be that tipping point that is needed. Cause I, you know, let's just say you're in the, uh, Let's say you're in the top five, top ten in every audition, and you right. just haven't landed one particular here yet. That that's fine. I mean, the odds are the odds are for you. It's going to happen soon. Right. But we'd rather book a lot. Right. And so I think if if you wrap your brain around that idea of like, how can I fall in love with this process from beginning to end? Yeah. So so that it feels like a movie to me. Right. 
And that's a great story. And that's a great, you know, that's totally 100%. You're right on that. I agree with you on that. And it's hard sometimes when, like I say, you know, you're in the middle of your life and you get an audition for for whatever, you know. Um, right. I remember um, telling an audition story. One of my, you know, we all have like our, our stories of crazy auditions, right? Yeah. I was in Los Angeles. I lived in LA for a while and had an agent and a manager out there. And I went out for an audition. I got a call the day before for an audition in Santa Monica. And it was for a tampon commercial, you know, which is cool. Totally valid medical, yeah. d- medical device, implementation <laughs> needed, right? I'm not going to um, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> not something in my, in my world that I, you know, use on the regular, but I'm cool. I'll, I'll help sell that. And so I drove down to Santa Monica. It was like a half an hour. So it had been a half an hour drive. It took me about two hours because of LA traffic. Got down there, um, parked on the street, put quarters in the thing, went in there. So it was a Screen Actors Guild audition. Went into the audition, waited around 45 minutes. Went into the audition room and it was um, pick up this cardboard box and walk from one side of the room to the other. Because I was the guy in the background helping my girlfriend move out of her apartment or whatever while she's talking to her friend about this product. Right. right? And so that was it. And so I did that. And I had and I had a character. I was somebody. I had a point of view. I was whistling. I was doing something. I wasn't just walking. But it was, you know, maybe a 15-second audition. And then I got back to my car. I had gotten a ticket because they had taken too long. Mm. Um, and then it was another two hour drive back. So it was like a five hour day for 15 seconds, 15 seconds of that. When it reminds me of that movie, that scene from swingers where they're like, you've seen my headshot, you know what I look like. Yeah. Like, why don't you, you know, you don't need to. And then of course in the commercial, those guys are like blurred out in the background. Right. right? So there are times like that where I think it's where it's, and you guys don't do that here. And is one of the reasons I love auditioning for you. You understand what the actors are doing and you right. give us space and respect for that, right? But I've had a lot of auditions sometimes with casting directors where they, they forget that we're people doing a real life, you know, we're living a real life. I don't mm-hmm. just sit around waiting for people to call me to audition, you know? <laughs> I got kids and a wife and a dog and, and a job and stuff. And so um, sometimes it's easy for me and, I, and thanks for that to forget that, you know what I mean? And, and situations like that can... can uh, kind of pull that out of you if you're not careful for sure yeah and then and then i would say too what's what's crazy about this is because because this is this is an interesting story and sort of a funny story and there's this product that's, a, that's a, an out there product and it's like okay and I'm, I'm wrapping my brain around like how do i justify the five hours for the 15 seconds right, right. and but for, for all we know you were top two top three we don't right. know right and then you think okay how does that story change and how does your how does the trajectory of your life change if you land that part? Right. And that's another, it's just like an interesting thing to, to go, okay, like I, I, I wonder, and a lot of it is mindset. A lot of yeah. it is, is because I, I'm like you, I'm telling you, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm definitely the one that's going to be like a two hour drive. Are you kidding me? Right, 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 right. <laughs> are, are you kidding me? Um, like literally I'll be that way. But then guess what? That mindset gets you a ticket. It's the weirdest thing, the way energy works, right? And it's sort of like one thing adds to the next. I have an interesting, I'll go back to Leanne, a really crazy story about her. So she was auditioning for a varicose veins commercial, <laughs> right? Right where you want to be, man. What That's girl, what you want. Yeah, what That's girl it. wants to have That's varicose it. veins, right? <laughs> she doesn't have any, right. but they were going to put them on her yeah. and stuff, and she's auditioning for <laughs> And she is, my wife is is not competitive at all. She's right. not a part of the business here that, that much. She teaches and this and that, but she's, she loves being home with the kids. And so there's two things she gets competitive on. One is board games. 
if it, like I won't play board big games. Big time. It, it's nice. nasty, oh, man. We, it's oh. nasty. Yeah, because I win. I'm a big board gamer. There, there yeah, are very I, few times in the whole life I've ever seen these guys fight, and it's, it's during a board game. <laughs> it's I'm brutal. telling you right now. That's and awesome. I can't not win because I'm competitive on everything. Leanne, like, yeah, yeah. Leanne call me. We'll play. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to play with her. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's not it's, a good time. If she oh, wins, yeah. she's she's like really like smearing your face. If she loses, she's going to like throw the board. Um but 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 in every other area she's not competitive <laughs> except for commercials. Right. And I remember the ridiculousness of this, but she was so upset when she didn't land the Varicose Veins <laughs> audition. Yeah. Yeah. And she's and she's like it ruined her for days. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, it's a varicose like it's a varicose right. veins, commercial, you know. Right. But it it mattered to her. Like right. it really, really mattered. Right. And she was she was competitive about it. And so for her in that world it's like i think a movie would be for you and i mm -hmm. and that's my mm -hmm. point is like mm -hmm. if you were going and and it was a five-hour day right but it was for a larger big budget film right. and you had 15 seconds in the movie and you got your 15 seconds in front right. of the big famous director yeah. you wouldn't have seen it as a waste of your time right you know and your mindset would have been different yeah. so it's hard for us to to wrap our brains around the idea that we're going to be treating every audition as if it were that next level thing, yeah. which is why I'm saying I've tried to trick myself and I teach the students now that, that we prepare and we develop ourselves as actors when we're preparing for the commercial as if it's a TV show or as right. if it's a movie. Um, Cause then, then, then literally for me, I can fall in love with the process of doing it right. and I get very excited about it. And then I am excited to show up and I try to, I try to like eliminate from my brain the idea. I keep saying my brain. I don't know why I'm doing that, but um, <laughs> I, I try to eliminate the idea of like how much money I'm making or right. what the product right. is or anything like that. And I just, just release that, that and right. go, this is this character I get to right. play and I'm open to different interpretations of it. And you know, and I can go wherever. I think that's what I do too. And that's the, the kind of the next phase in talking about product or process, right? So I, I kind of look at what am I auditioning for? Know what the kind of the goal is. What's the target? What are they looking at? And then I do what you're talking about, which is I create a character around it, right? I, I create the whole thing. I think a lot of beginning actors, from my experience as a director and as somebody who casts, um, I've cast a little bit of film, but mainly theater. Um, a lot of actors really miss in their process those, those given circumstances. I'm throwing out some mm -hmm. acting terms now, yeah. right? Who are you? Where are you? What's going on? What's around you, right? One of my first big auditions that I booked um, when I was <laughs> a long time ago uh, was a Goodwill audition. I was a Goodwill guy for a few years where my commercial played for pretty regularly. And that audition, I went in, it was with Garth Williams, and I was sicker than a dog that day. I just mm. had a cold, and I felt I felt. I felt rough, you know, <laughs> I felt bad. And I went in there and it was an audition where you're in this man cave full of these things. And so, you know, we had a couple of props and things and I was so sick that I think I just stopped kind of caring. Yes. Now it wasn't that I, I didn't care cause I care, but it's about, I, I, I kind of let go. Yeah. I kind of said, you know what? I just, how I am today. And I just sort of did it. And so I think there's also to kind of what you were saying, I think there's a flip side of that coin. I'm also looking at the other side of a coin as an actor. And we can talk about that. Yes, you want to audition for everything like it's a movie and it's important. But at the same time, you also got to go in there with this with this kind of laissez-faire attitude. And the more I the more I do it, the more I realize that if I hold on too tight, if I care too much, then I'm limiting myself. Yeah. Right. I'm putting some blocks up because that that ego, that fear gets in the way of me really just letting go and doing it. Right. And so. Um, 
so that's that's part of what I learned in that experience. I got that gig even though I was really sick. Yeah. And I was like, how did that happen? I realized because part of it was I just went in there and I just had fun. I just played, you mm -hmm. know, because because I, I thought there's no way I'm going to get this. I sounds, you know, like an asthmatic and whatever. And and I and I did. And it was. Um, and so that's part of what I do, too, is I think you build that work. Then you go in there and play. And you, so you, you so you, it's a it's a weird juxtaposition of caring about it, but also like not caring so you can just let it go 100 percent. i i actually tell people you have to get yourself to a place where you don't care and i say yeah mm -hmm. it, it's that you don't care in a good way yeah. yeah because i care about the role i care about bringing the character to life i care about helping the product and the company like i want to support them i care about all that stuff very much i care about my profession i don't care what you think of me today yes, yes. and if you can release that like uh, the outside what you all think of me right and that's the holy grail of acting. It's very hard to get to. Very hard. And and it, it's what it's what we call freedom. Right. For you to be free on stage, but you have to earn it, and that's where the process part comes. Because yeah. if you haven't earned the freedom, then then you'll just come across as cocky or you know arrogant or something. Yeah. But if you've earned it, then you can walk in and say uh, like I'm loose. I can just move and change and and yeah. whatever you know. I mean, well, even going back to the book here, like you being able to go from one idea to the next so quickly. It's because we're just playing around. We're just having right. fun, right? Well, can you do that in the audition room? Yeah, right. Brian. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say, that's that's exactly how you get to the prep work ahead of time, where you get all that that setup and all yeah. of that like deep analysis, mm -hmm. and that allows you to then be free. Yeah. You know, um, It's like any football player, basketball player, whatever, they do all their training. They work like crazy, but if they're shooting that free throw and they have yes. to think about it, they're going to miss. Yeah. Like, they're going to miss, yeah. but they've trained themselves to a do the training to make it so they could and then b release it when they're playing the game uh, and on an, on an amateur level I, I think golf is a great example because mm -hmm. oh yeah it seems time. to be when you haven't golfed for like a year you have your best game <laughs> yeah because yeah. you, you go out and you're like I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be so bad i don't care and you're like i'm pretty good and, I, then, and dude, then you golf the next day and you're horrific literally yeah. just had this happen literally <laughs> i had like multiple weeks we go play golf with our dad on saturday this is a new thing we started doing and just crushing i mean crushing the point where dad my dad is bragging about me to like everybody and you haven't and, but but you hadn't played before that for a while right? right hadn't played before that and then playing and it was awesome 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 we go to colorado to play with our uncle brian and our family <laughs> and now you when care it matters now you care i care in your brain. and i was terrible i yeah. was just awful <laughs> missing everything and it, and it is that like it's that mental game completely yeah. which is why with kids and, and this is another whole topic, but with, with kids, we, we train the parents right. to protect yep. the children. Mm -hmm. Because if it, for my kids, they get this, it's always the same. So when they go to audition, you get a, a toy, a little $1 toy from the dollar store <laughs> when you audition. And when you book the job, it's the same thing. Right. There isn't any difference. Right. So when, when my kids go to auditions, they say I'm going to a booking, like I'm going to do my acting cool. job today. That's cool. So in their brain, they already have it. They already right. got the right. job, and and so they're they're more likely to be confident in there versus thinking, oh, I have to compete. I have to do you know my best against all these other kids. They're just going in there to play and have fun and let go. Right. And and so if we can get ourselves as adults to talk ourselves into that same idea of I'm not going to focus on the money, not going to start spending the money before right. I audition. Right. Right. Uh, we, we can, we can cease to put all that undue pressure on ourselves. Right. And you know what? Something just came to me too. Cause you mentioned like, haven't booked here, haven't booked here yet. Right. Um, I think part of it is releasing all of the past ones too. 
like releasing releasing anyone that's come before that yeah and the idea of yeah. of things that didn't go well before that and going this is this is it you yeah. know and and it goes into what matt teaches so much it's being right in the moment that you're in right then yeah. being yeah. the best listener in the room which is the book you're writing right now right mm -hmm. then in that mm -hmm. moment and and nothing else matters before that right like you've done all your work now you just be present yeah. and you bring you like it's, it can be incredible and, and then have fun like the one that I think about for that was the uh, the leprechaun like right. <laughs> it's insane to me Lucky still to this you. day that I that I got to do that one yeah. I mean part of it was in Spanish and I show up to the callback and there's a there's a little person there and I'm like there's no way I'm gonna get this right. one right. and then just played and, and you got it exactly yeah yeah, yeah I think that um you, you you just talked about listening and that's a huge other component of acting in general not just you know auditioning but listening we could have a whole conversation about that but to your point matt i mean i think of my my role with latent agency as an actor um doing work here which by the way let's shout out latent agency latent and you've been agency. with latent agency for 23 years yeah, uh, yeah I have. I was a yeah. when i was in you know chicago for school and la and stuff and ruth always kept me on the books here in arizona so yeah i've been with ruth for a long time back black and white headshots and fax machines <laughs> and i got my pager for you know i mean it's crazy it's crazy how much things have changed yeah. but um what was i gonna say Something about uh, the pager, I assume. Oh, oh I, I was going to say, my, I think of my job as, as, the, as auditioning. You know what I mean? My job is to audition, right? right? Mm -hmm. So I go to these gigs to give the best audition that I can. And then if I get a call in a, a, a week, it's a total surprise. I've literally, at this point, gotten so used to just letting it go. Because mm -hmm. I've done so many at this point that it really is a surprise. I'm like, oh, I've, that's great. I, got, yeah. I booked a gig. You know what I mean? And then, then, then that's... That's the real, real fun part. But yeah, it is to audition and to get better at that. And I think it's a combination of the preparation and then the letting go. Uh, one of the things I do, one of my secrets is when I read a script, you know, um, David Mamet has this idea of about um, don't dress up a horse as a horse, meaning as an actor, if the line says, I love you, you don't need to act. I love you on top of the line, right? You don't need to make the line do what you are. You don't need to do more than what the line's doing, right? Yeah. You can just say, I love you. The simpleness yeah. is there, right? Or even better, you have some tub subtext underneath it that's the opposite. I love you, but you've got that frustration underneath, right? Yeah. Now you're not dressing a horse as a horse. You got I think a horse. I said it. I think I said I love you to Brian in that there same go, way right? this morning. <laughs> so <laughs> trying to adjust the microphone, I was like, yeah. I, I love <laughs> he, he you sure so did. much, yeah. Brian. I gotta tell <laughs> there you, you go. how much I love you right now. <laughs> you can see in his eyes, it was <laughs> not that in that moment. You got to really grab Brian's attention if you want to if you want to have a bit. So of I was looking at the comments. Like you really got to just Brian. grab, like grab, Brian. like just grab him physically because <laughs> it's the only way. There we go. I love you. I love you too. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so when I look at a script for an audition, even if it's a commercial, let's say it's a let's say it's a casino, right? The lines usually are pretty obvious for a commercial, right? And this is one of the reasons I, I enjoy a film audition more because there's just more nuance generally. The lines are pretty obvious, right? Hey, we're going to this casino. It's going to be great and all that. And so I read it and I think about what everybody else is going to do, right? Mm. The lines tell you the obvious. And most ad auditioners, I'm giving away all my tips here, are, <laughs> are going to go and do that obvious, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, okay, what can I do that's different? Because yeah. if there's 100, 200, 300 people auditioning for this role, if I just do what everybody else is doing, which is just being a talking head, saying what the line is saying with the energy that the line is giving, that doesn't matter at all. I got nothing to go. I got, I got no, you know, nothing else there. hundred percent. Right? So I always look for the opposite or the story or the conflict, right? Um, 
what's going on with this with this character, this person? Where are they before this starts, right? Can I bring in something from the before moment into the audition that makes it unique? So that when they're flipping through and watching all these auditions, they're like, oh, remember that guy who had the coffee mug? That was yeah. interesting, right? It wasn't necessary, but it was something different, right? Because um, Every, everybody else out there is going to be saying the lines and it's not that, di you know, that's not the hard part. It's I'm, about making I'm, yourself stand out. I'm pretty sure you brought a bag and put it over your head. Oh yeah. The yeah. I might've, I might've, <laughs> that, right. That, that will go down in history here. I had an audition once for uh, cable one and it was for Frankenstein. And so I went out and I looked for, um, a wig, like a crazy Frankenstein, young Frankenstein style wig. Couldn't find it. They were all kind of dumb. And so I, I did some, some research on Frankenstein and I ended up going um, kind of old German style where I buttoned up my shirt real extreme and pasted my hair down. And I went in there as that character, right? Now this is an extreme example of a commercial where you can do that sort of thing and it was crazy. But, but I had made a choice and made a decision before I went in and it was something different than everybody else who came in and maybe either didn't know enough to do that or were too afraid to make a big choice, right? Because you're told mm. to not do that stuff in auditions. Right, right. I learned, I learned a long time ago that actors who break the little rules are sometimes the ones that get noticed because they're breaking the rules, you know? Yeah. If you're still doing your job and you brought something creative to the table, great. If the cast directors don't like it because they did something creative, so be it. You know? Well, and, and I, this goes back to why is the rule there? Right. So so right now, good, good point. I am... I am coaching my, my classes. If they're listening, or they better be listening. Yeah. Better, <laughs> it better. Uh, they're gonna love what you just said because this this last week and then going into next week, we are focusing 100% on the creativity of commercial acting and auditioning cool. and how to bring creativity in. And I and it's it's exactly what you said. It's this idea of how can I find something new, something, but but also that's uniquely me. So I think that yeah. one of the issues is that's a funny idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea for that moment, right? right. But, but it was also a good idea for you right. for that moment. Yes. So I, if I tried to recreate the same thing, just like I looked at you and I'm like, oh, Joe's got this idea. Can right. I borrow your wig? Right. It's not going to work for me. Right. <laughs> but if I've gone through and I've gone, huh, I wonder, I wonder if it, this is kind of crazy, but I wonder if I just added a scar to myself, sure. you know, and then that was my creative yeah. take on it. Yeah, now that. I've brought my, who I am into yeah. it. You brought who you are into yeah. it. And now we're really competing at a high level. So yeah. I think what happens is, sometimes the, the, the casting director will say, well, don't do this thing because people have done it before in the past and then right. everyone just gives the same mundane right. choice right. but they but they're wearing a police outfit <laughs> right. Like, right. Right. it doesn't help you get the part you know <laughs> You're, I still right. don't believe who you are right. Right. but if you've done the work and then you find that little like some some sort of twist yeah. Um, th then yeah 100 percent and then be open to there's the other thing sometimes you'll make that creative choice but if you're if you're too stuck to it right you won't be able to drop it right if they want you to yeah yeah i've had that happen too i've, had, anyway, I've uh, had auditions fail you know i mean you we, we have good auditions we have bad auditions and you learn from all of those for sure but yeah making a creative that's why i said what are other people going to do what can i do that's myself i think it's yeah. a good way to put it what can i what unique twist do i have in my own you know acting bag of tricks and the way i look at things yeah 100 percent. and you're super excellent at doing that i, I also want to say uh it's funny did, did you do you did you remember like were, were competition back in the day like did you ever I, think of us that I way do. or no i mean sort of i mean you know i, I like as actors you know because we would yeah, we'd be yeah. sitting in the lobby we're the same we're around the same age we're the same look right? right absolutely yeah i mean there's a whole group of those kyle sorrell and there's a whole group of guys who are just awesome guys i gotta say that the the the, the, the men i compete against in the arizona are really 
cool cats. Like I hold nothing against anybody for that. You know what I mean? Because it is so individual, right? Yeah. It's so individual. Like I, when somebody I know books a job, that's reason to celebrate. Yeah. Cause I'd rather have that than have them fly in somebody from Chicago. Sure. Get the job. You know yeah. what I mean? hundred percent. And I've seen that lots of times we're on set and we're all extras and the principals come in and they're from Chicago. And I'm like, you know, why isn't somebody from Arizona doing this? And it's not, you know, who knows? There's a million reasons. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, are you aware of that? Sure. I remember when I was in LA, I would go to auditions and it would be like the Joe Flowers clone show. Yeah. There'd be a hundred guys that looked a lot. Cause you know, there's thousands and tens of thousands, <laughs> right. twenties of thousands of actors in LA and they all, they were all my exact type, you mm-hmm. know, it was all the same thing. And they, and there were, some of them looked really dead ringers for myself. Mm-hmm. And in that case, it, that's kind of where I learned my chops on how to stand out because when there's a hundred guys that look just like you, you got to do something. You can't. Yeah. You can't just do whatever because everyone else is doing the same thing. You got to. You got to have be creative, and that's where artistry comes. Well, in. I remember Ruth Layton, our agent, early on had told me she's like, she, "You got to reach out to Joe Flowers and his wife." And I and I and, and we wanted to, and it just that things just didn't pan out. But she's sure. like, um, "You know, they're kind of your age, and like they, <laughs> they've got the kids, and you got the kids, and like she's like, you guys should you should just be best friends, you know?'" Yeah. And and I'm like, "Yes, totally." And I'm like, "And we're competition, which is interesting." Right. And so like wrapping my my head around that idea. Idea. And, and I, you know, we kind of touched base, but you, you had, you were in your whole world and I was right. just buried over here. And, um, but, but there, I gotta say you are a really good dude and I'm so Thanks. happy to know you. And there Thanks. was, there was a moment when I really got to connect to you, which is when I, th- I thought we were going to lose Brian right. and I'll never forget it. I mean, I was, uh, for those of you who like coming to our castings, we probably still only have a casting agency because of Joe, because there was this th- a huge client we had. And we were in the middle of it when Brian got sick and Joey wasn't around back then. So I had, I, he, Brian was my editor. Right. And so we were doing things way old school. We didn't have the technology (laughs) we have now. So we required post casting to do pretty extensive editing and uploading. And there was like a whole deep process. And I had this thing due for a client and I was underwater, didn't know what to do. And I was very emotional, you know? Right. And, and so, uh, so anyway, I, I called Ruth and I'm, and I'm like, who do you know? And she, she recommended me to you cause you, you know, you were teaching the kids at the time and, and she said, uh, you know, he might know somebody. And I remember calling you and, and your, your response to yes, it, it was like, it was like what I, what I hope our actors can get to in improv. You were so quick to yes. Yeah. You know, and we, and we get to the because later. Right. But, or, or the how or the why or whatever, right. but but you were just like, yes. And then you were like, let me figure out how this is gonna work. <laughs> but your immediate yes, that's when I cried. Because right. I felt this this sense of love, this sense of unconditional love, like I'm just gonna be there for you right. and for your cousin and everything. And and so you sent us somebody who worked for us for a while. And, that's awesome. And so yeah, just super grateful for you. And That's a good story. And that client, like we, not that we would have lost him, but, but sure. there's something to, showing strength and showing that hey we can we can make it through right. adversity Sometimes, and whatnot yeah. and and i had to show humility i had to show m- right. my vulnerability and be willing to say hey i'm weak i need help from yeah. a, a child that's gonna know more than i do about this stuff right, right now and i'm and i'm buried do you have anything you could do to help wow. me and i cried with you right on the phone wow. i was just so grateful to you and i still am to this day that you took that phone call and were willing to just send me whoever you had Thanks. yeah you know i think i think if any if there's any sort of one of the keys to longevity in this business is the, the having the correct focus on making it about 
people and about about others and you know being positive about it i think you know there again there's a negative stereotype of actors as being selfish people and there's a there's a certain you know truth to that where we have to worry about our product which is ourselves right we're using ourselves to to tell these stories and sell these things but um you know if you're going to stay in this if you have a cold heart if you have a heart that is worried about oh my god matt looks like me and he's a good actor also right i'm gonna do what i can to tanya harding his knees you know what i mean <laughs> right. like if you have that kind of heart then you're just going to eat yourself up inside right yeah. and it's not worth it and and you know um i think that going into this this business with grace and humbleness and an open mind is a key to also becoming a better actor and if you're going into it uh jealous and negative it's going to eat you up yeah it's the dark side. You totally, know what I mean? Totally agree. Bright guy, you, you look like you're itching for the computer there, buddy. You got a, uh, do you have, you're okay? Yep. <laughs> you looked a was little it? angry. Angry? Yeah. You no, were he's like, sad. He's getting, yeah, he's, I was, he's, uh, he's well, little, he's welling up to tears. A little emotional. Did you have uh, comments on the, uh, on the YouTube? Um, I thought, I thought you were, you were gearing no, just that people way. talking about how awesome everything is that yeah. we're giving. Yeah. Everything well, is awesome. uh, it is awesome. <laughs> so now I know you have kids. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those movies, man. Talk about good storytelling. Those movies, the storytelling in those movies are great. So can we transition for that. one second yeah. to Joey Sweeney? Joey Sweeney Todd. Facts. So let's yeah. transition to Joey. So basically then, um, Joey comes over this side of town and North side. Jo- Joey. Joey <laughs> didn't have. He didn't always have the bed, like the easiest time. You know, right. he he had to do uh, school at home before it was cool, and <laughs> that's true. It's totally cool now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it is it's in. a trend. Right. Joey, it is I think in. Joey invented quarantine. Like he was the one that started nice. it, Thanks, and man. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing to be known for, man. Yeah. people are all about it. So oh, he was. Man. He he tells the story of him walking the streets because he was literally walking the streets one night yeah. and came wandering up to my door in in this neighborhood and and I'm like, what are you doing, bud? It's like middle of the week and the week. <laughs> and he's like, I got nowhere to go. He's in high school and I'm like, mm. all right, bud let's go come inside and so we we talked and we ended up he transferred schools and right. came down and was living down here and went to shadow and it's not easy to transfer in high school no you know it was a junior year joey uh yeah it was yeah. it was going into my junior year yeah. and so and so joey has this he does have this sense of confidence and he has the what i call uh i don't care in a good way mm-hmm. he has that mm-hmm. Because he can make mm-hmm. fun of himself, he can he can kind of be that guy, and he also he's like, well, if you don't like me, cool, right. then I don't need to talk to you, <laughs> right, right, right. and that's okay. I mean, and, and how that's hard to have at a young age. So he had that, and then he he comes and he becomes a part of your your class. And I know you've had a big impact on Joey in mm-hmm. the two years that you got to work together. Yes, and I'm sure that there are tons of kids who would just love to 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 speak your praises over the years. But uh, but I'm gonna give Joey the opportunity here because I know he's oh, man. he's pretty uh pretty grateful oh man dang you really <laughs> just put me on the spot there no um yeah i mean it was crazy because i've told matt like the story a billion times but um coming out of shadow i i just wanted to be there all four years so i could yeah. have taken your class more um and and i remember so vividly switching uh to I, I dropped I dropped an elective so I could take a second one of your classes and then I was in drama for two periods nice. back to back and um and you really pushed me because uh so I started in three four but then I wanted to do the play and I found out like you have to be in the higher class to do right. the play so then I was like hey Mr Flowers can I like 
switch to that class and you were like no but you can add it <laughs> and i was like i love it <laughs> all right I, I guess i'll go talk to my parents and the counselor and right. like see what i can do and it ended up working out but there's uh so much that i learned from being at shadow and and being directed by you and um i think one of the things and i've talked to matt about this a lot but uh that stuck with me is a lot of what you taught about stanislavski mm -hmm. uh the magic if all mm -hmm. of that mm -hmm. and then uh the way you would approach coaching high school actors mm -hmm. it's so mm -hmm. hard mm -hmm. and it was just like effortless mm. seemingly to Thank you. you thanks yeah and yeah. and you brought some really good uh, products to the stage and yeah. some and some deep plays, some yeah. Hard, yeah. hard, difficult plays that I, yeah. I don't think a lot of drama uh, coaches in in high school and directors would 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 maybe take on. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why I love high school kids because you're at that age where you're kind of figuring out the world for yourself for the first time, right? You're not yeah. necessarily doing whatever you're told to do. You're starting to think for yourself a little bit, you're starting to to question what you believe in, and you know, it's a great theater's all about that, and and, and storytelling's about asking those questions, you know, and I like the questions better than the answers. You know, what does this mean to us? What do we, how do we go from this? And to, you know, to, to Joey's point in terms of like working with him and helping him out, I think that a good part of your acting needs to be the recognition of the humanity of it. I mean, we're dealing mm -hmm. with people and their emotions, right? We're dealing with others. And if you aren't empathetic and open to that, and willing to help others out, then again, I think you're going down the wrong path. You're going down the selfish path and it's not gonna get you very far. Helping others out, mentoring young actors, um, learning to be a director and learning to tell stories has been a huge part of my journey too. Well, I think that's also, again, another similarity between with you and Matt and what, what I've seen when I, go to, when I went to see Joey's plays and went to see what you put up is a lot of times, from the director's standpoint, it tends to be just about putting the play up mm -hmm. or the musical, and because mm -hmm. there's a lot of challenges to high school. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got high schoolers, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what I see from you is that is that heart, and and even watching Joey be taught by you, he would come home just so excited <laughs> and so filled with just love and joy, and that stuff translates to the stage. Yeah. I mean, because if yeah. you're making the person better, if you're making them stronger, and helping them understand the human heart that's going to show up when they're playing a character on the stage. Yeah. It's about respect for each other, right? Respect for that person, respect for where that kid is coming from. Um, you know, one of the, one of the new kind of buzzwords that's floating around education and social services right now is trauma informed care, right? This idea that the bad kid in your class isn't bad, isn't bad because he wants to be bad. He's bad because his circumstances drove him or her to that point. Right. Mm. And so as a high school teacher and as an acting coach, um, when somebody is, is giving me a hard time in terms of being open to do the work, there's always a reason behind that. Yeah. Right. And that's part of also what you do as an actor, right? Again, this is where acting and life intersect, right? When you start to see and realize and dig deeper and be open to, Hey, let's talk. You tell me what's going on, right? Yeah. I'm going to listen to you instead of yell at you and tell you what I think. And if people can realize that you're, it, it's, it's, this is so hard. I mean, we talk about this a lot, but my, my take on that, it's funny that they, I'm glad the education system is grabbing onto this and teaching it because my thought is it's not about you. Right. If, if you realize that someone's having a bad day, whatever it is, it's not about you right. always. It's not about you. And so we, we can be so sensitive and so reactive and defensive, like very quickly and so I'm, I'm checking out at the grocery store and, and the girl checking me out is just nasty and mean yeah. and whatever. Like, yeah. it, it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. didn't wake up this morning and go, I, I hope I'm going to wait till that one guy comes in with the white hat and I'm going to ruin <laughs> his day. With the white hat. And, and instead you got to go, you got to go, oh man, like 
what could I do to not make her day worse today? Right. What's possibly going on at right. home that's right. making her feel like this? Right. And let me just be quiet and be graceful and be loving. Yep. And maybe say a prayer for her on the way out. Yeah. You know, maybe just just send extra love. You know, maybe turn around, buy a gift card, and leave it anonymous. Right. I, I don't. It does, whatever it is. Right. But but reverse the mentality of like I'm gonna oh well I'm gonna fight you back right. you know kind of thing. And then yeah, for the kids and the classes, it's the same thing. I mean. Yeah. Brian's come to me and been like, hey, this one student is like, they're a problem. And I'm like, no, you're the problem. <laughs> yes, 100%. That was right. one of the biggest lessons that, because there's so many um, that Matt's taught me through teaching. And that was one that was hard to wrestle with. Like it was, and it comes up again and again, because like there are these other ones who are like pushing in certain ways. And then it's like, I tried, you know, I tried. But then Matt would just go, you didn't try hard enough. <laughs> no, know? no, I said try. not hard enough. You didn't try the right thing. So yeah. you you might have tried something that worked with somebody else, but mm -hmm. you're not reading that right. person. Right. right. You gotta approach each each yeah. thing, each person individually. Right. right. And, and that's a that's a high level of emotional intelligence. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things I feel like as a society we're missing right now. Right. Yeah. That ability to to accept others for where they might be, you know, and with grace and um be open for them to help them out for sure. And, and that's why that's why this training does translate to life. This Absolutely. is why we are now getting so popular with corporations and businesses yeah. and the, the students that take our classes. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like we've got uh, we've got a couple tight ends that are probably going to go NFL this year. That's cool. Uh, you know, we've worked with Kurt Warner and his daughter. We've worked with like these crazy that's like cool. people coming in, and I'm, I'm talking about high high level businesses and right. and professionals. And they're all been blown away by what's happening. And I'm like, yeah, this is really important stuff. Cool. I mean, if you can if you can look at the other person and A, not take it personal, mm -hmm. not get offended, but B, give them the benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. always start from there. Yeah. Start from, I assume the best in you and whatever's going on with you is probably not about me. If I can right. start from that place, you're going to win almost every single time, yeah. whatever yeah. the interaction is. Cause, cause what's a loss? A loss is a loss of the relationship. Yeah. Mm. A win is you build the relationship and now you're going to have less turnover at work. You're going to have happier employees that are going to work harder. You're going to have so many positives that right. are going to come from that interaction and people miss it all the time. And the CEO will say something or react to something or the board or the manager or the salesperson to the customer. And I mean, you can drive, I mean, we, we've seen it where you can drive sales like, like that just by, just by flipping a script slightly and listening in a new way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can hear what's important to somebody yeah. if you're listening. And that's the, really mm -hmm. the craft of acting, right? That's the real talent is the listening ability, whether you're listening to another actor, whether you're listening to your own imagination as you're doing the audition or whatever, that ability to truly listen and not just with your ears, but with your whole sense, with your with your heart, with your energy, with your soul, and feel what's coming at you, right? You mentioned that idea of the going to the grocery store or whatever and the clerk being angry and you feeling that, right? I use that same story all the time with my students. You know, I feel that when we go out in the real world, we put up these barriers, these walls to protect ourselves from the energies that come at us, right? Because we don't, we don't, we don't walk around like an open book all the time. Right. right. That's the way we are. You, you were taught to do that. You learn to do that as you grow up, right? The first time you meet a bully in the, and on the playground, you start to build up those walls. And as an actor, I think, I think you have to be able to turn that off, right? You got to be able to push that button where when I'm on stage or when I'm in front of the camera, I am taking it personally, right? Mm -hmm. I am listening in such a deep way that whatever is being said is affecting me and trying to open myself up enough that it affects me in my gut, that it affects mm -hmm. me instinctually, not up here, but real, you know, real life things. So, and that's, I think, again, the beauty of acting. If, if you get 
into it and start to develop this, you learn this empathy and this openness that is helpful in relationships, helpful in the workplace, helpful with, you know, being a parent, um, being a, a son of a of parents, so, you know, whatever your family, um, that translates into so many things. Yeah, and, that, and that's why you have to train at such a high level because for you to be able to do that as an actor, to walk on the stage and have that kind of, I call it freedom, just where I'm yeah. able to let go completely, it takes so much work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what we don't realize is that most people have that sense of freedom in some area of life. So I, 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 I write about this in the book, but I look at my wife and when we're, when we're hanging around the house and there's, the, 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 there's two kids in the tub, she's the best listener in the room, mom. Mm -hmm. I, I'm irrelevant to her. <laughs> now, she, now I could talk to her and fine, right. but, but, but she, like, that's her laser focus. Right, right. Right, and it should be. And that's, that's, where, that's where she is, she's fully present. She's yeah. great at this thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And certain actors can get great when they hit the set, but it's because they've done the work, they've right. practiced, mm -hmm. and, they, and, and a lot of people miss it where they think, oh, I'm just gonna like, I'll wait, I'll audition, I'll do a little practice and then I'll go. It's like, yeah. no, this gotta be a daily thing. Yeah. So yeah. there's a reason why the, 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 the realtor is, is calm and collected and, and can sign the contract no problem because they've practiced, they know yeah. what they're doing. The surgeon, same idea. So in, in this particular sliver of my life, I know what it is to be the best listener in the room. How do I extend that everywhere? Yeah. How do I mm -hmm. open up that idea and be willing to try to do it in new ways yeah. and be open, like you said, open to new experiences and ideas and whatnot. And so the acting training is really what can do that. So you can be an actor that way or it can just help you in every area of your yeah. life, which is yeah. great too. Yeah, and it's, it's difficult. There are times when I'm not a good listener, right? There are times when I know my wife's talking to me I know she's listening right now, and, uh, and, and <laughs> she I'm, is, not, I'm, not, I'm not fully listening. And right? she's so pretty, right? I Thanks. mean, she's, like she's awesome. She's, no, she's I'm, also, I'm, dude. I'm setting like, you up, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great she's, dance. She's coach. gorgeous. <laughs> um, she is gorgeous. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. Um, but, 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 yeah. And she's so amazing, right? And smart. And I'm so smart. Charismatic. And funny and charismatic. What a and, wonderful woman yeah. and mother. And you should see the backflip she can do. <laughs> um, but that ability to listen is so critical, right? And I think that's what a lot of my students get from this, right? Is um, you know, I, I have a real problem with educational theater and educational acting training a lot of times because you go into someplace like ASU. I went to U of A briefly. We won't talk about that Sorry too about much. Sorry about that. It's okay. I, I left and I went to ASU. Yeah. I, you know, Good decision. I went on and got my degree at Illinois State. And um, I have a lot of real problem with going into an acting school and trying to get a grade, right? Right. You're doing a, a class for the professor and you're afraid that if you don't do it right, you're going to get a bad grade from the professor. I experienced that at ASU. A yeah. lot, you know. Well, in 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 every school, it, it was that way for a long time, and right. and in, in most schools anyway. So, and, and really in every discipline, if you think right. about it, right? Because I I I'd tell the story. I I did. I think it's like seven semesters of Spanish <laughs> at Brophy, which is one of the best high schools in right. town, and then at ASU, I don't know any Spanish, <laughs> but I got A's and B's right. all the way through. Because you're metagaming, you're going for the grade. I'm the very content, good at getting right? the grade. Yeah. And I was taught to get the grade. I knew how to get the grade. I knew yeah. how to cram. I, I knew how I could, yeah. like where I like where I could slip and where I could not slip and whatever. And and unfortunately, I learned that that's what learning was. And right. it wasn't until later in life that I learned. Oh, actually, I want to learn for the sake of learning. Right. And I don't. And now I don't care about the result, which which in in kids' case is the grade. Right. I don't care about the grade as much as I care about did I do I actually know the material? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, when people are looking for acting training, I encourage them to go somewhere like Deering or work with somebody like me if they can, where you can tell the person is actually there to help you get better and 
you, you, they're open for you doing it your own way, right? Mm -hmm. My acting mm -hmm. technique, the way I approach a role is my own way, right? And I can give Joey advice on what he might do or my other students or whatever, but <clears throat> my own psychological process is unique to myself. And if you don't have the freedom in the class to explore and to fail, then, then what are we doing this for, right? If you're expected to get up in, in an art class and make a perfect you know oil painting the first time right that's not going to happen you got to make those yeah. bad paintings you got to explore I, the things that you don't want to do right and, and, so, and you need the freedom as a teacher to fail kids yeah mm -hmm. really because because yep. because here it's easy because when we fail you and, I, and we don't fail you but we will say you failed right today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know right. what you did wasn't good but we do it from love but it's right. very honest very truthful and people know when they get up on stage i'm going to tell them the truth every right. time that that's that's one thing you guarantee you're going to get from me is the truth and so um, but, but, but in your world, when it's like they're attached to a college and attached to something where right. the world is telling them that this thing matters, it's too bad because the, the best learning experiences are failures. Right. Mm -hmm. So it'd be yeah. nice if you could fail a kid, right. but it didn't ruin their life. And I do, I do that. I make it about participation. Did you do your best? Yeah. Did you make, did that not work? Sure. But you still got a good grade because you did your best, right? right. You're trying something, right? Yeah. So I think that's an important part of if you're getting training, if you're moving forward, you got to find a coach that gives you that freedom to make mistakes. And if you feel like you're just there to impress the coach, you're in the wrong spot. Cause there's a lot of egos in this business. Yeah. And that can be mm -hmm. it. Well, I can tell you, Joey's told me that there are plenty of kids out there who go to PVCC just to take your class. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So That's we cool. may want to adjust our contract over there. I'll be your agent. <laughs> and, uh -huh. uh, you know, there needs to be a little commission, yeah. a little side something for all Well, the, the other thing that I do in my class, I think that's nice, is because I've been doing this business for a while, is I also do the business side of being an actor, right? Nice. Which is kind of what we're talking about, not just the artistic side. There's a business side to it also if you want to do it. So now, yeah. we, We've covered that's a lot neat. of really good stuff here. Do you mind if I throw out one question really quick from, from our audience? Yeah, and then, we, and then we should yeah. wrap. Um, Astrid, Astrid, one of our honestly, honestly biggest fans, she quotes this show in class all the time. She just wanted to know what might make uh, your number one, uh, sorry, what might be your number one tip to give to somebody for their first audition? So it's like their very first one ever, very they've never audition. done it before, like there's a lot of anxiety and stuff that comes with that, like what would be our tip to them? Cool, I wanna give, give Astrid a few tips because it's hard just to say one. The first mm -hmm. thing I would say would be to just enjoy it, right? Enjoy the ride like we've talked about. It's really hard when you first start out because you're so excited, right? It's so cool that you're doing this for real, you're in the audition room, but don't, don't put too much skin in that result, right? Put, the, put, put your effort on the audition itself. And then I would say it's kind of what we're talking about, you know, go in there open and have fun. And, you know, I'm assuming you've got some technical background where you've learned because you've been here with Matt or somewhere else. And um, you combine that technical background, that technical expertise with your own heart. Go in as yourself, right? You can't be anybody but yourself. I use this analogy, um, you know, let's say Joey, we look at Joey and I think, Joey, you look to me like a Dr. Pepper, Mm. Right, you're a little bit spicy, a little bit funky, kind of purple color. Right? Totally, and you know what? Yeah. Can you believe he's single? Can't oh, believe yeah. a Dr. Pepper I, like himself. I almost, I thought we I almost got <laughs> away with that. Not believe you, Joe Flowers. Does it not boggle he your mind? Look uh, at how I handsome know, this kid is. I, I just, I can't believe it. <laughs> and he's open and fun and everything. But, <laughs> so, so when Joy goes into an audition and he's a Dr. Pepper, we may be casting a, a commercial where we're looking for a uh, Pepsi, and he may, as an actor, be able to pretend to be a Pepsi. But we're going to get somebody who comes in and is a real Pepsi down in their heart. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? And so I think all it's once, a really good analogy. Okay. And, so, and so all you can do is be the best Dr. Pepper you can be. Uh, shout out to Dr. Pepper. Contact me. If you want to <laughs> um, all you can do is be the best version of yourself, right? I can't be anybody but myself. I mean, that's who I am. And you have to, once you learn to accept yourself too, warts and all, right? And I think um, another 
good acting thing is accepting your limits, your downfalls, the ugly side of you, all those things we don't like to talk about, right? Uh, parts of you that make you human, your doubts, your insecurities. When you really are yourself, then you're presenting the best part of yourself to that audition. And that's what's going to be, that's what's going to sell, right? You got to be yourself, Astrid. Don't be anybody else. Um, I have a thing, I have a real problem with social media right now. And I, I see the younger kids in particular working so hard to be somebody else because they see it on Instagram or Snapchat. They follow a trend of some kind. And, yeah, and it's like, yeah. And they're, they're taking pictures of themselves in, in, in an attempt to boost their likes or whatever. And they wrap up their own self worth in that social media and that's toxic yeah very. totally toxic because you got to find it you got to find it in here right you got to find it in yourself so love that. That, that that is amazing advice i'll uh i'll tag on to that so um yeah i think i think once you figure it out the warts what we call them the warts or the, the ugly yeah. side the whatever the thing is that yeah. you you sometimes have been trying to hide that ends up being why you get cast yeah. most of the time because it's mm. that thing that makes you unique mm. that mm -hmm. all of a sudden it becomes very castable so mm -hmm. knowing that is great the other thing is it's your first audition so just just go because mm -hmm. there's there's a time when you need to celebrate and then grow celebrate grow celebrate grow so you can celebrate the fact that you did an audition because that's your first now now that's that's done with i don't have to i don't have to say it's my first audition again so you can get that over with you rip the band-aid it's like that's done now now i'm on to my second yeah now you're a seasoned auditioning actor and yeah. then you're on to your 10th and then your 100th and then now i'm going to celebrate something else the next time i'm going to celebrate the growth i'm going to look at okay what you you can't grow from your first audition if you never have your first audition yeah um so that's that and then the other thing is i would say get out there and audition yesterday so don't wait for a casting yeah. place like ourselves to yeah. call you and bring you in yeah I used to audition for stuff that I didn't want, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of it. I would, <laughs> I would go for, for parts that were completely not me, mm -hmm. little small theater roles at different places, and I would just like I would just audition for the sake of auditioning. Mm -hmm. So I wrote in the book here, there's a really cool way that you can sort of cheat the system for a, a, re a relatively cheap price. You can do a, like a, a, a mini membership to one of the national casting sites, mm -hmm. and you'll get hundreds of auditions a day. Mm -hmm none of which you'll ever land uh -huh. probably uh -huh. may if you do great like hey there's a win but if not who cares now you there's no excuse i mean there's hundreds of auditions coming into your mailbox every day you can audition daily mm -hmm. so acting is my day job i can make acting my day job i can do it every single day practice. if i choose to and practice, practice. practice. and then practice. when my practice. first audition comes i've actually already done 10 auditions yeah and and i'm super super confident so yeah. but yeah just do it astrid you you you're great you're beautiful you have everything it takes get out there and go have no expectations if you get it great if you don't get it uh you know honestly then then you're like okay i can celebrate the win the win is i did my first audition then the next time you got to hold yourself more accountable to the next thing and i think that idea of auditioning for stuff you don't necessarily think you're going to get or that you want but if you do your best i've been cast by casting directors or or producers who have said hey we saw you for this thing and you weren't right for it but we brought you back for this because we remembered you right mm -hmm. so even if it's something yeah. that you know like i know going into certain things that i'm just not the type they're looking for and i can tell i still do something <laughs> unique and something different because because and i put my best effort yeah. into it because that is also a chance for them to see me and they'll be like hey remember that guy and you want to become that I have, guy or that gal i have know? turned down roles back in the day because i auditioned for it i literally didn't want it wow. <laughs> and then like there's yeah. no way i'll get cast for this right, and right, then, right. then you <laughs> get it and i'm like yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm actually busy, yeah. but uh, yeah, because it's like, I mean, literally, if, if you're just going, if, uh, here's the deal. Like, I want to become a lizard sort of, right? I want to make my skin thicker. So mm-hmm. how do I go out and do that? Just like do it, do it, do it, right. do it, right? Yeah. Right. right. Really quick before we wrap the show, I got just sort of an ending thought. But, uh, but I just want to say, like, it's cool uh, for me right now in the room because uh, both of you have been huge coaches and helpful to me um, on my life journey. And, um, and I find it super interesting because I've taken Matt's masterclass a bunch of times. Right. right? And you both coach very similarly, right? So you talked about you, you want the actor to have free reign and make their own decisions. Well, in masterclass, we're working the tiny things, but one thing about Matt and, and you did the same thing. And I've talked to him about this is you, you, you point out what's wrong or what could be better. Right. But you don't, you don't show somebody how to do it. Right. Oh, so man. you say, you say like, yeah. you say like, oh yeah, this is <laughs> like, like this is what's feeling off. See if you can tweak yeah. that a little. And I remember that. I love yeah. that at shadow and Laramie project and, and, um, uh, Adam's family yeah. specifically in that first year, there was so many little tweaks that you made and, and that's all masterclass is about. That's what Matt does. Yeah. And so I, I just love that way of coaching yeah. and I, and I love the mindset. I'm going to throw this out, Joe, cause I really do think you're a great actor. Thanks. I really do. And we I got to do something together sometime. I well, would love that's to what I was thinking. Sometime. That's what I was. <laughs> okay. First and foremost, and I don't know if, if this would be, you know, too, too uh, much to ask, but I would love to have you in the masterclass okay. and to have the opportunity to get to direct and work with you. Yes. Like, and. Yes, really? And. Because yeah, I will gift absolutely. it to you. I would love to have you in the room as a, as a pro actor to I, show what, what we can bring out of a really great piece awesome. and you and I can dance together yes. and I can nuance little things and it would be really awesome. Cause know? I love to collaborate with you and, and coaching actors too. I think to Joey's point that if you, a good acting coach asks questions, doesn't provide the answers, right? <laughs> yeah. If the acting coach is giving you answers, then you're not learning the right I, thing. I got, sure. I got, uh, I got reprimanded in a private lesson after my private lesson once I was working with two young actors and Afterward, the young actress said to me, um, well, I just don't, I don't feel like I really learned anything today. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, right. it's a bummer. <laughs> and, and she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, I just felt like, I felt like you just asked questions the whole time, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. The, the right questions that, yeah. you, exactly. <laughs> that you should have been asking, you yeah. know? And, and so it's interesting cause you, you, you don't, a lot of times you, you think you want to go into an, into a, a learning experience and either be told what to do or just be told you're good. And either of those things are not really going to help right. you. But it, but if like why would I give you a fish when I could teach you to fish? It's right. so much more powerful. That this is the way, right? If you can ask questions and the actors can learn to question themselves and learn to do it on their own, then yeah. when you get into experience where you have a not so talented director, you can still self-direct yourself and be powerful on set or yeah. on up on stage for sure. Yeah, I'd love to do something with you, Matt, including just acting like something live would be really, really fun. Dude, Joe Flower's gonna be a master class. He just said yes and yes and he, he was quick right to away. it. Just know, like right he away. said at and the I'm about to teach you show. yes because it's gonna be a whole nother whole nother cool. world for you. Cool. Yeah, cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. This has been <laughs> Mornings with Matt, the Deering Acting thank Studio you, Podcast. Thank you very much, Joe Flowers. We sure it's appreciate you being time. on. I, uh, anytime, I, I love you guys. So I, I really appreciate the work you do here and the the energy, positive energy you've brought to a crazy industry. And it's always a pleasure to come down here. Thank you. We love you too. Ladies and gentlemen, please do not forget to like, subscribe. Very important you subscribe and share this channel. Help us spread this light-driven content to the planet.